Good morning. Good morning. I always feel uh, awkward uh, 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 during that time. Uh, I feel like I should be moving during the prayer, but it's a prayer. I want to be present. I want to be praying to God. I don't feel like moving during the prayer. I remember growing up uh, 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 and, 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 and the preacher at the end of the service, uh, I'll never forget, uh, he, he said, let's close our eyes, and he began to pray, and all of a sudden, he kept praying, uh, and then when I opened my eyes, he was no longer in front of the church, he was now in back of the church, and I thought that he just kind of transported himself from the back to the front, I never thought that he would be walking during a prayer, I mean, you're supposed to be closing your eyes and praying, and I, and I got just uh, really scared, and uh, so the next Sunday, I started watching the preacher, what was he doing? I wasn't praying uh, when I was supposed to be praying, I was watching the preacher to see how he got from front to the back, I always, uh, I remember that, so I always feel awkward moving during the prayer. Um, and I'm, I'm a little bit more festive this week than last week. Uh, Wayne called me out and said, uh, Roger, you really, really need to step up your game. Uh, you need to look at yourself how you looked and dressed last week. It was not. Uh, and he, Charlie, did you approve how, what Roger was wearing last week? So, uh, and she said, no, I'm not getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what he wears. So felt like I need to get a little, little, little bit more f festive uh, uh, being, and so Wayne, Wayne gave me the approval this morning. <laughs> we are here the second uh, Sunday of Advent and the first Sunday of December. It is just uh, uh, boggles my mind that we are uh, uh, toward the end of 2021, uh, but we are here. Uh, uh, Christmas is uh, is fast approaching. Uh, there's uh, on Facebook. There's this picture meme that is is floating around, and I loved it. And I thought it was very appropriate. Uh, I think I've got a picture of it. Maybe I hope a uh, picture. No, yes, no. There it is. There we go. I don't know if you've seen this or not. It says Mary, exhausted, having just given uh, gotten Jesus to sleep is approached by a young man who thinks to himself, what this girl needs is a drum solo. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, I, I love this meme. I thought it was hilarious. It's just not, I mean, the, the, the story of, of the little drummer boy is, is a sweet, sweet story. Uh, but when you stand back and you think of it, it's really not what you'd expect for a, 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 a new mother and a precious baby uh, to all of a sudden be given a drum solo. That's one of those, uh, you, you hear the story, you go, huh? And then you hear the story, you go, ah, yeah, that's right. It is a sweet story. But it, you know, Christmas is full of, 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 of things that you don't necessarily expect. I was uh, uh, really, uh, my Christmases growing up were were unusually strange, uh, tormented, uh, demonic even. Uh, my brother and sister, uh, I've got a brother that's nine years older, and my sister is seven years older, and I'm the baby. And by the time I really began to be aware of Christmas, uh, they were extremely uh, naughty. They were, they, Santa should not have come to them. They, they, they were mischievous. They, they would always uh, sneak in uh, 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 sometime before Christmas morning and, and unwrap their gifts to see what was under the tree uh, and they would always try to wrap it back to where mom and dad would never know that they had opened them they knew what they were getting they couldn't wait for Christmas morning to, to, to find out what was under the tree so they thought they were getting away with it well I'll never forget one uh, 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 I was about six seven years old one Christmas morning I went to go wake my brother and sister up and they wouldn't get up. They were just sleeping in and it, they, I couldn't understand. It, it's 
Christmas morning. You need to wake up so we can open the presents underneath the tree. You've got to wake up. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't get up. Finally, I, I, I tried water. I poured cold water on my brother and, and, and nearly got beat up for it. But uh, I finally got him up and, and, and got up and, and I found out that they were not excited because they didn't, they didn't like the presents they were getting. They were really disappointed. And so they didn't want to go and open the gifts that they weren't, they, I didn't understand. Until mom, before we opened presents, mom said, uh, by the way, uh, Dale and Lynn, I've switched your presents. So all the presents that says Lynn are actually Dale's, and Dale's are actually Lynn's. And they both got excited. Uh, see, see they, they had opened each other's presents, and they didn't, weren't smart enough to recognize they didn't, it was for each other. So uh, then the next Christmas, mom uh, didn't put name tags on any presents. So I remember opening, you know, we would get a present under the tree. Mom, who is this for? And she would say, uh, I think that's for Roger. Yes, I got a present. So I, I would, I remember, I, oh, every Christmas, I remember opening it and, huh? Mom, who is this? You know, is this mine? Uh, no, that goes to Lynn. Oh, okay. And I'd pass it on to Lynn. Uh, we never know if we were opening our presents or somebody else's presents. It was just this, this wonderful, crazy uh, time of, of not knowing what to expect when you open the presents because my brother and sister were just horrible, horrible. Uh, yes, you are horrible. You tormented me uh, for Christmas morning. I couldn't, couldn't. But, uh, but it was always fun. I, I love my family. I do. And we had great Christmases. But I, I remember uh, uh, opening and never knowing what to expect when, when opening this present. And, uh, and you know, Christmas time, uh, you never really know what to expect at Christmas time. And, and this has been the case since the very, very first Christmas. Um, the first Christmas that the, the children of Israel were expecting a Messiah. They'd been foretold, they knew that God would fulfill his promise, and they were expecting this Messiah. But what they got was Jesus. They, they were expecting, but the, the, the type of Messiah that they were expecting was this uh, heroic warrior Messiah that would come and, and, and destroy their enemies, this, 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 this warrior uh, king that would come and, and, and take over the land once again, and, and, and their, their kingdom would be the size of David and even larger than what David had. It would be a king that would rule the land and, and be victorious, and they could be proud people once again. This was the Messiah that they had expected. But, huh? They had a is this Jesus born uh, in a manger, uh, born to uh, a carpenter's son? Uh, hmm? Didn't make sense. Wasn't what they were expecting. And, 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 until, you know, if they would have spent really more time uh, reading and, 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 and opening their minds to what God had in store, there would have been more of a ah moment for them. Because that's where our scripture passage is, is, is Isaiah this morning. And if they would have read the word of Isaiah and really opened their mind and their hearts to what, what type of, of, of Messiah, what type of kingdom God desired, uh, they, they would have seen things differently. Our scripture passage is Isaiah chapter 11, beginning with the first verse. And I think, yeah. And, and, and just, just imagine this world that Isaiah is describing here. Just imagine it. Then a shoot will, be, will, will, sprung, will spring from the stem of Jesse, a, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, 
the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and, and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. And he will not judge by what he sees, as I see, nor decisions by what his ears hear. But with righteousness, he will judge the poor and decide with fairness for the, for the afflicted of the earth. And he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Also, righteousness will be his belt about his loins. And faithfulness, the belt about his waist. And the wolf will dwell with the lamb. And the leopard will lie down with the young goat. And the calf and the young lion and the, the fatling together. And the little boy will lead them. Also the cow and the bear will graze. Their young will lie down together. And the lion will eat straw like ox. The nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra. And the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt or destroy all uh, in all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Then the day the nations will resort to the root of Jesse. He will stand as a signal for the peoples. And his resting place will be glorious. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Can you imagine this this, this world that Isaiah was, was describing here? It's hard to fathom where, where, the, where the wolf will, lie, will, will, will be with the lamb, where the, the, the bear and, and the sheep will, will graze, the oxen will graze together. You know, the, 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 the verse that really gets me is when the a baby will lie next to the cobra den and, and, the, 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 uh, and the other will stick his hand into the, the viper's a nest That's, that terrifies me i don't like snakes and that just petrifies me but but can you imagine this world that isaiah is describing here it's a world that, that is upside down from what our reality is is so far from from our imagination that that this concept that the bear will be grazing with the ox that, that this 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 world but this is the world that god desires this is the world that that god created with adam and eve but yet sin was brought into this world we decided to choose sin so the world that we live in is not what god desired god desires this incredible world where, where there's peace and there's no no war and no violence the, not only for God's people, but, but for all the earth, including the animals, will, will feel, feel no uh, violence and no fear. This is the world that God created. This is the world that God w will come once again, is to come. This is God's world. This is what God desires for the world. But it's so hard for us to imagine. See, but this is God's promise and it will come. See, God is at work in this world, and we need to acknowledge that. We, we sing Emmanuel, God with us. We sing songs of, of, of God's awareness, of, but we need to recognize that God is relevant, and God is with us. And not always in ways in which we will recognize, not always in ways in which we will, will approve. I mean, the Israelites did not approve of, of their Messiah coming and born in, in, in a manger and, 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 and born to a carpenter's son and to, to be that type. God with us and God's activity with us is not always in which ways in which we will expect. 
But God is at work in this world, and God is at work in our lives. It is important, so important, that we do not lose faith, and we do not lose that hope and the awareness of God with us. Viktor Frankl, a survivor of the Nazi concentration camp in World War II, wrote a wonderful book, From Death Camp to Existentialism. Uh, in this book, he described, uh, he described the, 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 the need that all humans have for hope. In this book, he describes the power of hope. He says, hope keeps us alive. In the consecration camps, especially, the prisoners needed hope to just survive. That's all they had to, the, the hope of being rescued one day. It was all that they had to, to live. And their hopes really would come alive during Christmas time because they would hope to be home for Christmas. They, 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 they remembered how beautiful Christmases were at home. And so they had this hope of being home at Christmas. How wonderful it would be to be back home with my family, back home the way it used to be. And they desired and they had the hope that they would be rescued before Christmas. So during Christmas time, this hope that came alive with them, they, they stopped complaining about the lack of food. They, they stopped complaining about the freezing temperatures. They, they stopped complaining about the, the beatings and the, the horrid situation because their mind and their spirit were filled with hope that they would be rescued by Christmas. Christmas came and went and they were not rescued that hope that they had that they would be rescued by Christmas was gone so uh, there were a few prisoners that started commit suicide then a few more prisoners committed suicide with a lack of hope a, a few more prisoners committed suicide because of the lack of hope some prisoners didn't co commit suicide but they they stopped living. They, they stopped the, the will to live. They, they stopped eating. They stopped trying to get up. They stopped forcing themselves to, to live. And they just laid there. And, and, and eventually were, they would never get up. Within six months after Christmas, uh, Allied troops uh, uh, took over Frankel's camp and liberated the prisoners. And they found that almost half of the prisoner population had died since Christmas. They had died. How? Why? Because they lost hope. They could not live without hope. The experience of those prisoners is sometimes similar to our lives. I mean, there are times when when we have nothing to live for but hope. There, there's, there's nothing to, to, to grab a hold of but to hold fast to hope hope in Jesus Christ, when, when, when there's a death in our family, when, when there's a death of our marriage, and there's disappointment in somebody that we admired and we looked up to, when there's, there's a terrible diagnosis that, that in, from the doctor's office, or there's problems at school, or we're being rejected by our friends. I mean, the list goes on, and we, we become isolated, and, and, and we feel alone, and, and, and all we have is hope to grab a hold of. See, I've become keenly aware of the power of hope um, I've, I've been I've come out uh, to find 
I've been told many times since I was diagnosed with this condition and uh, that uh, uh, suicide uh, uh, is, is, all, uh, is, is a regular occurrence by those who uh, are diagnosed with what I have. Um, I've been told several times this week to be careful, take care of yourself, do realize suicide is, is often uh, the case with people diagnosed with what you have. Um, and, and I will say that I've never uh, contemplated suicide. But during the month of June and July, um, I could identify with those that did and do. Uh, during the month of uh, June and July, um, I kept suicide uh, in the distance. It was in the field of vision, but it was at a far distance. And what kept suicide in the distance was hope. My hope and my faith in Jesus Christ. My, my hope and understanding of who God is. That, 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 that I was where I was for a reason, for a purpose, and God was going to see me through. I had, I had hope that there was going to be a second surgery. I had the love of a family and love of you all that, 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 that gave me reasons to live. So I, I, I kept suicide at a distance, but I could identify those and I could understand why someone would choose suicide. But I want you to hear me, suicide is not an option because we all have hope in Jesus Christ. If you hold fast to it. I, I remember uh, the months of, of June and July, I, I give thanks for God for those moments because darkness uh, was all around me and and, um, and I was just simply trying to live uh, moment by moment trying to survive uh, with the hope of Jesus Christ I, I, I would um, sit in my uh, room by myself uh, the doors closed um, monitoring the noise level uh, just simply trying to survive and keep uh, the thoughts away I would hear my family outside my door playing games, talking, laughing, having conversations. I couldn't participate. I would see my kids outside playing games, uh, throwing the frisbee, throwing the football, and I couldn't do anything. I just sat there holding fast to the hope of Jesus Christ. And I, in, in, in the, the month of July, it was, um, I was just holding strong to the hope. Uh, family and friends and people were going on vacations and, and I knew my second surgery was coming up in, 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 uh, in August uh, I, I forced myself I, I forced myself during June and July to, to come to church uh, I forced myself to, 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 to come and to shake hands to hug your neck and to see your face and to go back into to, to, to try to leave before the music started uh, and to go back to my office, turn out the light and watch the service or listen to the service uh, and, and just collapse on my couch until the next service to come and shake hands and hug again because I needed that time with you and I forced myself to be here. Hey, at the end of July, I forced myself to take three days off for, to, to, to go with my family uh, to go camping. We have a camper. So we went to the hill country and uh, I, I sat there while my family were playing and I sat in my chair the whole time I would walk slowly to the uh, swimming pool and I would watch my family swim and all I could do was sit there I, I, I forced myself every moment I could to grab a hold of anything the time with my family 
Now, I remember the, 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 the one thing that I did, the one thing that I did was I, I, I forced myself with my wife and my eight-year-old to go tubing down the river. It was a very calm river. It was a, an hour and a half tube ride. And I just, I had to do something. And I thank God I was able to do that because as soon as I finished, we went back and I sat down, down in my chair again. I share with you this, not for any sort of pity, but to say that if you're contemplating suicide, don't. There is hope in all situations. God has given you a beautiful gift of life. That no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, there is hope. There's hope that God is with you. God is relevant. You may feel isolated. You may feel alone. You may feel like the world is going on around you and, and, and you're, you can't participate because of the situation you're in. Let me encourage you to fight. Fight to live. Fight for those moments to be together with God's beautiful people. Fight for those moments that will give you the breath of life. Fight for those moments for Bible studies. Fight for those moments with your family. Fight for those moments to live. But God has given you a beautiful gift of life. Thank you. See, Christmas time is, 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 is a challenge for a lot of people. We mourn the loss of loved ones. This Christmas is going to be different than the last Christmas. And, and grief and, 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 and um, depression can settle in on your soul. And you can feel like you just want to sit there and be by yourself and and Waller and, and this, 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 because life isn't what you expected. But let me, let me share with you something. God is with you. The Messiah was not the Messiah that the people expected, but look how beautiful it turned out. We have access to the living God because of Jesus Christ. Our, our God came into this world to, to, to feel our feelings to know what 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 uh, what it feels like to be betrayed to have friends and family loved ones turn their back our god stood before and was willing to die for those that were cursing him and turn their backs on him god loves you regardless of what you may be going through you can make it because you should have the hope of the light that shines in darkness. It's important that we, we never lose hope. It's important we never lose our faith. Isaiah wrote in another place, he said, the people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. That, that just because you're going through a difficult time doesn't mean that God is not with you. But that's where we are sometimes. We're walking in darkness, but, but, but we must keep going. We must believe that we will see a great light. Victor Frankl experienced prisoners giving up hope and dying. You and I cannot imagine the life of those prisoners and the desperation of what happened during the Holocaust of experiencing that. But there are times in our lives in which, which we are surrounded by darkness as well and we need something to hold on to. Well, Christmas reminds us that we have life and we have light that shines in darkness. And, and, and it's that little child will lead them. That this is not the world that God had hoped for. It is the world that we have created. 
God desires this incredible world in which the, the lion and the, the lamb shall sleep together and that the, that the children can play with snakes and not worry about being bitten. And, and this, this crazy world that's hard for us to imagine. But God desires that for us. We, we, this is a Sunday of peace. The hope brings peace. And we, the more hope we have in God, the more peace God gives to us. So you and I need to understand that God is with us. It doesn't make a difference how, how difficult life may be. God hasn't forsaken us. So don't give up. Whatever your circumstances, life may not be what you expected. But if that's the case, really put your faith and your trust in God. Challenge God to, to use this moment for God's glory. Again, the people did not expect the Messiah to be someone like Jesus. But this was God's plan. It was far greater than anyone could imagine. So if life isn't what you expected, let it be what God expects. God loves you. God will deliver you. Put yourself in God's hands. Find the peace that God is offering to you. Let your life be full of awe. And let us pray. Good and gracious God, as we embark on this journey and we continue on this this life we are approaching christmas lord what a beautiful sacred time filled with peace and joy and rejoicing lord but at the same moment it's challenging for so many of us but lord god may we be filled with your light may we be filled with your peace and your joy may we recognize that you have given us hope to live today and for all of our lives. For we love you and we thank you. In the precious name of Jesus we pray. Let the children of God say amen.